Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. She hears only whispers of some To me as if to say Hurry boy, it's waiting there for you from you nailed it Toto turning 65 years of age today welcome everybody uh, Bob Stoffer joining you from Ice District at Rogers Place where the Edmonton Oilers and the St. Louis Blues are both on the ice in different uh, or arenas as we speak the Oilers on the main ice sheet here at Rogers Place just hitting the ice right now the Blues have been over at the downtown community uh, arena for about the last half hour this is Oilers now busy busy show busy day here on 630 chat of course we got Oilers now and later tonight uh brendan escott will have uh, the uh, edmonton elks uh pregame show coming up at about uh the count uh, the countdown show at 6 p.m tonight they've slightly altered the game time 745 with morley scott and dave campbell as the edmonton elks uh, uh conclude their 2022 CFL season. It's the Elks uh, season uh, finale. The Oilers coming off an impressive 6-4 victory over the Carolina Hurricanes, one of the best teams in the NHL last night. Derek uh, Scott and Brendan Escott back at the 630 Chad Studios. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. Aching for a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. All right, so we'll have a recap coming up of the Oilers' victory against the Carolina Hurricanes last night. Uh, We'll get to... uh, uh, NHL today uh, probably look at setting the lines for you as well because we've got a matinee tomorrow between the Edmonton Oilers and the St. Louis Blues at 12:35. Uh, 
for Abe's Door Service, one of the most plugged-in men in the business from NHL Hockey and Rogers, Elliot Friedman. At 105, one of the best general managers in the business, St. Louis GM Doug Armstrong. At 135, former Edmonton Oilers player and assistant coach, now the head coach at the University of Alberta, Ian Herbers. And at 145, with the Prince Albert Raiders in town tonight to play, the Edmonton Oil Kings, Oil Kings head coach Luke Pierce will join us. So we got lots to get to. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. Get ready to rock at the River Cree with uh, Tom Cochran. That'll take place uh, Saturday, November 5th. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. Again, we're available at Oilers now. That's the Twitter account for the show. Bob underscore Stoffer is my personal Twitter account where uh, yesterday, prior to the game, I, I did talk to Ken Holland. We got an update on Philip Broberg. The Oilers' eighth overall pick, the 2019 NHL draft. Uh, he is currently uh, skating with the Bakersfield Condors. Non-contact will be moved to contact next week and expected to play next week. He's been dealing with a minor uh, upper body issue. Brendan Escott, who, of course, uh, uh, pr- works as a producer on Oilers now. Also, you hear him throughout the course of the afternoons on 6.30 Chad and uh, works on uh, Elks pre and post at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Our top story, well, maybe the heat's off a little bit. I mean, it was an important game last night for the Oilers to win. The top story is brought to you by Legacy uh, Heating and Cooling. I saw Steve down here in the parking lot last night before the game. It was good seeing him. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Hey, it was uh, a high event. Um goal fest last night between the Edmonton Oilers and the Carolina Hurricanes. Lots going on. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, best game of the year. Connor McDavid matched RNH with 1-3-4. and four. Uh, Goal and an assist each for the Edmonton Oilers, Leon Dreisaitl and Zach Hyman, and they needed it uh, because Andrei Svechnikov ripped home a hat-trick, a battling performance from Jack Campbell. Uh, of that, there can be no debate. The Oilers get the 6-4 win. They're now 2-2 two and two on the season. As we head into the uh, Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, and customer service that makes you feel like family. Cam Moon with the call of last night's game. The Oilers with a good test tonight. They take on the undefeated Carolina Hurricanes. Tuck back to the blue line. Kulak winds up, shoots, and a glove save made by Anderson as Hyman was right there on the doorstep, but Anderson held on to it. Across to Nugent Hopkins on the left, gives it to Barry. He'll let it go. Scores! Zach Hyman tipped it in front. He gets it by Anderson, and the Oilers are up 1-0. Got it on the boards, and it comes up to Svechnikov at center. Into the Oiler end. Hit shot. Scores. Svechnikov comes in and wires that thing. Glove side on Campbell and ties this game at one. Comes back to Evan Bouchard. Can go in behind the net, find some room on the right. Goes up the middle. He's got McLeod. Now to Nugent Hopkins. In over the line. Back to McLeod. Scores! Ryan McLeod! He goes Play happens because of a brilliant, brilliant 
zone exit that started from the Edmonton Oilers. Evan Bouchard, he beat two players back behind the net and then stretched the puck up the ice. Here comes McDavid down the right wing. He's got Kane with him into the hurricane zone to Kane. Scores! Evander Kane! Was off the skate of Kane in the neutral zone. Nate just then batted it and up the right side here is Svechnikov scores. Svechnikov just wired that thing off the post and in. And it has cut the Oiler lead to 3-2. Anderson out to play it. He lost it. Nugent Hopkins scores! Ryan Nugent Hopkins from a sharp angle gets a loose puck. Gets kicked free right in front of the net. Svechnikov scores the hat trick goal right off the draw. And the Oiler lead is cut to 4-3. Offensive zone penalty, literally 200 feet from the Edmonton goal on Ryan McLeod, and the Oilers lose the draw. We talked about face-off wins on special to teams. McDavid in front to Drysaddle scores. Leon Drysaddle was alone in front of the net. He fires it home. Now Natchez in over the Oilers line to Aho. To Natchez scores. Tic-tac-toe with Aho and Natchez. It's a power play goal. And the Oilers lead cut to 5-4. Hopkins, Niemi, and the Oilers end on the right wing. Trying to go through the middle. Drysaddle breaks it up. He'll spring McDavid. He's got the empty net. He scores! Connor McDavid with the empty netter with less than nine seconds left. All right, there you have it. The Edmonton Oilers uh, skate off the 6-4 victory over the Carolina Hurricanes last night here at Rogers Place. That's where I'm at right now. The Oilers are currently doing special teams drills. Um, by my count, they've got uh, two sets of uh, five uh, players uh, running a power play in uh, light blue jerseys and two sets of uh, four skaters wearing gray on the PK. We will tell you Dylan Holloway is not on the ice. So the Oilers only have 18 healthy skaters right now. They're all out there doing um the special teams work uh, as we speak. Uh, there's a quick update for you. Everybody else is accounted for. Back in the 6.30 Chad studio, pulling double duty today is Brendan Escott. Uh, Brendan, you were in the building last night. Uh, obviously a, a pretty interesting hockey game. And, and for me, one sequence ultimately won the game for the Edmonton Oilers, and that was the shorthanded goal in which Evan Bouchard, and he has had a trying start to the season, to say the least, but he basically beat four players. He he used the net as a shield, uh, went back behind the goal, and then uh, beat three Carolina players uh, with a long stretch pass on the ice to free up McLeod on the two-on-one. That was the difference in the game, was the shorthanded goal. I think it's got to be stated. I mean, really, they won the game because of that. And, I, uh, you know, it's... Uh, Obviously, McLeod and Nugent Hopkins combined, but it was a it was a fun night, wasn't it, at the building? Yeah, it sure was. It was just um, well, what the players describe as October hockey, and for what the fans get to enjoy is just a wide open kind of uh, where defense might be taking a back seat, shall we say? And, and you know, Bob, earlier in the week we were talking about how the Oilers transitioning the puck out of the back end that had been a problem, and you know, if that was going to be a problem, well, that's what this defense is structured to do. So what what's gone on here? But for Bouchard to be able to make that play and maybe gain a little bit of confidence, which to me is the key thing lacking. I think we're seeing just how much Duncan Keith provided for him last year in terms of, you know, elevating that player's confidence and what that meant for his play. But that's not to say that that leaf isn't already, you know, turning over here with uh, with some other options. So 
great sign there. Uh, I love the way that they were able to gut through it, right? Because we haven't always seen an Oilers team able to come out on the winning side of a game like that. But this is probably the year where we see that. Well, it's funny, more. right? You look at uh, natural stat trick, Brendan, through the first four games of the season, and you can make an argument. The Oilers, at least five on five, were outplayed in three of the four games. Obviously, they dramatically outplayed the Buffalo Sabres. They lost that game, and the Sabres beat the Flames last night. Um, but they found a way, and for the second time, Jack Campbell found a way, and he battled back in his uh, you know Oiler debut against the Vancouver Canucks after the Canucks built up a 3-0 lead. I, I would describe last night, and you know Rod Brindamore said after the game his team gave away the game, that they gave away two goals to a team that can score. You can't do that. But I think Jack Campbell was resilient because he wouldn't be happy if the first goal, but that's a goal scorer. Like Svechnikov was absolutely murdering the puck last night. Like he was hammering it, and and he missed an opportunity in the first. That's what's scary. But just a thought on, on, on Campbell because it wasn't a perfect night, but it was a lot like the type of nights that Grant Fury used to have back in the day uh, in a higher scoring time. And by the way, and I'm sure the listeners are aware of this, Goals are up again at the start of this year. We're starting to see, and maybe it's a byproduct of having fourth lines that can score instead of having fourth lines full of fighters, but just a thought on Campbell overall. Yeah, there is a, a particular save on, on a, I think it was either a two-on-one or perhaps even a two-on-o, but uh, there was a chance there where he came across and just made a street hockey style, outstretched arm, and then corralled the rest of it with his body. That lit the building up. You know it lit his teammates up, and that was, uh, you know, at a later juncture of the game. So in past... Like, I think that as the course of the season goes on, you know, these these goals that can kind of be chalked up to either... Um you know, either a good shot or one that he he would love to have back. Well, you know, like maybe we, as with the course of the season goes on, those stay out of the net. But uh, Svechnikov was certainly on one last night. And this team is built to outscore its mistakes, Bob, in a sense. So if scoring's up, I don't think that anything really was glaringly wrong with Campbell's performance and hasn't been at all thus far at any point. In the well, season. I haven't minded Hyman's first four games of the year. You know what you're going to get from him, but he scored his first goal last night, and so did uh, so too did Evander Kane. And that's important because I think we're all hoping that Pulley-Arby, and I mean Holloway's been out, looks like he's not going to play tomorrow as well. Um, you know, I think we were hoping from some secondary scoring from Yamamoto and and Pulley-Arby and, and Holloway, but the Oilers have they got they got to have consistent scoring from Nugent Hopkins, Hyman, and Kane, and they got that in last night's game. Yeah, they sure did. And I wonder how much in the first few games the excess of special teams play really interrupted, you know, I guess Yamamoto missed the first game or two there. But uh, guys like that from getting into their own rhythm when you're seeing the minute and 45 seconds from the top unit out there. And really the only thing that changes, if the Oilers end up with five power plays, the only guy flipping back and forth there is Evander Kane and Zach Hyman, right? So other than that, you've got the same guys sitting on the bench for longer stretches of the game. And and um, maybe that wasn't as evident last night either I don't think but yeah I was uh, there was something a couple other things I want to hit on here uh, Jay Jay played Ryan McLeod had uh, five shifts in the first six and a half minutes of that game last night and they played McLeod Fogel and Pogliarvi a lot they didn't lose those guys during the course of the game and, and if they're going to load up you know if they're going to go McDavid Kane and Yamamoto Drysaddle R&H and Hyman they're going to need good minutes out of McLeod, Fogel, and Pogliarvi, and I did think there were some positives in that regard. 
Yeah, uh, and the checking game from Puljujarvi is what stood out to me again last night. You know, when he when he displays that tenacious nature, it's noticeable out there because he's so flipping big. And Fogel is the same thing. So when you watch those guys get in there on a four check, and I bet you Fogel was a little extra energized with it being oh, Carolina yeah. in town last night. So you know, certainly uh, that had something to do with that. But uh, it, it's good. And, and while we're not necessarily expecting an abundance of goal scoring out of that line, you don't need it. You need them to be the checkers because somebody in this roster has to be a line of checkers. Right? Yeah, well, I, I, hey, McLeod's got two goals in four games. By the way, did you see who swung by and say uh, said hi uh, in our broadcast location? Yeah, last Ethan Bear was there last night. Yes, Ethan Bear was. I, I think it's, uh, for the Ethan Bear fans out there, I think he's waiting for a trade. You know, I think that that's pretty clear. I mean, right now, the, the irony is that trade might be with the Vancouver Canucks. We mentioned that when we were in Penticton at the rookie tournament. They, they got Jalen Chatfield, who came from Vancouver, was in Utica for a number of years. And uh, and then they got Coughlin as part of that trade with uh, Pacioretty, where, you know, Carolina basically got a free player in Pacioretty and a free young defense prospect in Coughlin. They got five right-shot defense, so I, I think we'll wait and see with Ethan. Now, now we're going to do the crossover, Brendan. Tonight is the final Edmonton Elks broadcast of the year on 630 Chad. The Elks are going to miss the playoffs When's the last time they won a home game? October 12th, 2019, against these very BC Lions. So perhaps something's in the air. They've actually had BC's number on home field. I believe they're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games with BC in town. Most of that damage, though, done with Mike Riley at the helm of the Elks. So a very different story this year. Yes, they are 4-13 and 13 and will miss the playoffs. They've got the bye on the final week of the season, so they'll wrap things up uh, officially tomorrow, Bob, and sort of have the... the uh, garbage bag day if you will while there's still a whole nother week plus of CFL games to be played and and I think that uh, the guys are ready for a reset you know it's it's going to be nice to watch Trey Ford get into some action bit of a shame it's at the expense of Taylor Cornelius's health although he has of course been released from hospital uh, with that spleen injury so you know, let's see what we've got in Ford who flashed earlier this this year and uh, and looked good for the Elks before getting hurt in week seven against Cal Calgary and then ceding the starter's job to Cornelius the rest of the way. Don't forget that Cornelius has the contract for next year and the year after as well. So Ford's got to, to uh, earn some playing time, and I think that starts right here tonight. Brendan, uh, just as an aside, uh, and I may have mentioned this, I, I actually uh, got punched in the spleen in 1994 horsing around with a buddy of mine, Scott Smith. I went and did a play-by-play of a junior football game that night. And I literally passed out during the course of the game. Really? And ended up having, and I spent two and a half days in the uh, in the hospital. And I, it, it, you, you don't, I didn't even feel the shot when I got punched. Like it, what? Like it was a sneaky, quick little. I had a guy pinned uh, in a chair. We were horsing around watching a college <laughs> football game. And he kind of gave me a quick shot, and hey, I broke the hold as a result of it. So it got the desired result from him. Went into the hospital, thought nothing of it, and ended up calling a game last night and couldn't finish the game. Had to go off to the emergency. So, uh, well, And that was the interesting thing about Cornelius is not only did he went through concussion protocol, they cleared him, so he went back into the game. He did post-game media with us yep. on the Points After yep. Show, and then it was after that that he phoned Brian Cheeseman and said, hey, Cheese, I've got to get to the hospital hospital right now yeah that's what happens like it, for me it was like six hours later like it happened like at one and at like eight fifteen, i was like 
there's something wrong here. And so, uh, it, fortunately for me, it didn't rupture. I don't, I'm assuming it didn't. Did it rupture for Taylor? I don't have that for certain. Okay. I just know that he's, you know, done for the year, of course. Uh, BC's 11-5, and five, and they won't have Nathan Rourke at the helm tonight. It'll be Vernon Adams Jr., who they traded okay. for to save their season uh, in that sense. Rourke likely to play next week in their final game. That's why I mentioned the Elks are on the bye next week. Uh, but the Lions, 11-5, and five, can lock up second spot with a victory. They would separate themselves from Calgary if they beat Edmonton. What time do you get started tonight? 7 o'clock, is, or pardon me, 6 o'clock, and it's Toys on the Turf night for 6.30, Chad Santa's Anonymous. So if you are coming to the game, swing by Gate 9. That's where I'm set up. Bring a toy or a monetary donation. Say hello on your way in. 7.45 is the kickoff tonight. All right, with uh, with Morley Scott and Dave Campbell, uh, Blake Dermott, and uh, Brendan tonight. Great stuff, Brendan. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Bob. You bet. When we come back on Oilers Now, uh, we are going to get into NHL today. It is 12.25 at Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now Live from Rogers Place. Best performance of the season last night for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He had a real good night. Goal, three assists. Scored almost an identical goal uh, last night that he did against the Calgary Flames in Game 4 of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And the Oilers uh, skate away with a 6-4 victory in a highly entertaining game. This is Oilers now. It is uh, 12-28 in Edmonton, and we are going to go to NHL today. Drew Shamahorn and the staff at Elite Promotional Marketing, Edmonton-owned and operated. Uh... They love Albertans, and they'll look after you. Your local branded merchandise and specialists head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. We have three games. The Battle of Florida will take place. Tampa Bay in Florida to play the Panthers. The Lightning off to a 1-4 and four start this year. Chicago has their first home game. They host the Detroit Red Wings, and the Seattle Kraken are about to get spanked in Colorado against the Avalanche. We mentioned Western Hockey League action tonight here. The Edmonton Oil Kings against the Prince Albert Raiders. The Raiders have the Oil Kings number one. Likely will have two of the top five picks in the Bantam draft. Of course, that number one came from the uh, Brendan... Er, uh, Caden Gooley trade last year. Uh, Gooley uh, playing big minutes for the Montreal Canadiens this season as the Oil Kings went for it. Uh, Alberta Golden Bears are in Saskatoon to play the Saskatchewan Huskies. Alberta's the number one ranked team in the country. That's a top five matchup in Canada West hockey play. And uh, Bakersfield Condors return to action tomorrow night. They'll take on Tucson. That's Arizona's farm team. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we return, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Abe's Door Service.